0: He's Akili Naziri. I'm Reggie Bailey. Uh, Welcome to Books Are Pop Culture. Kelly, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm I'm well
1: rested and refreshed, man. Looking forward to uh getting into this book. How you doing?
0: I can't complain, man. I'm ready to I'm ready to get into, you know, that bag. We're going to get into that yeah. bag. Again. Yeah. 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 What they know? <laughs> All all that we carry. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh No. (laughs) No. Thank you to the fellowship. First and last time listeners. First and last time viewers. Everyone in between. All of you appreciate it because you could be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here with us. We don't take that for granted or we don't take it lightly. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast app, go ahead and subscribe. Follow us. Leave a like, comment, review. You know, it varies on each platform, Achilles, but whatever whatever you do, right, wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, do all that stuff that's good, right, for us. And also tell people, whether it's on your social media, whether it's a whisper to your coworker, whether it's a call to your friend, tell them that you're watching us, that you listen to us. Spread the word that word. BAPC doing the most good. I thank the fellowship first because they are Books of Pop Culture's amazing Patreon community. It's a community that Achille and I biasly and objectively believe is the best in bookish communities. One that you can join by simply going to patreon.com slash books of pop culture. By pledging $5 a month, you support the most dynamic of duos in the bookish landscape, which would be Achille and I. And you also receive access to bonus BAPC material every month. One thing that we do um, that's also cool is we discuss books, kind of like we're doing today. Like today, we're going to be discussing all of carried by Taya Miles. But in July and August, we're also going to discuss books. In July, we're going to discuss Drinking Coffee Elsewhere by ZZ Packer. July 30th, 2022 is the day. You? July 31st, 2022, actually, um, is the day mm-hmm. that we will be discussing this we cast a shadow by maurice carlos ruffin is the day um yeah we cast shadow by maurice carlos ruffin is going to be discussed by us on august 31st 2022 yes, yes. Um, looking forward to that as well we had maurice on the show last year too so um that's a nice uh full circle moment discussing his novel i'm excited for a drink coffee elsewhere and we cast a shadow uh, once again, drinking Coffee Elsewhere is July 30th, 2022. We Cast a Shadow is August 31st, 2022. Make sure you read with BAPC and support us there as well by shopping at our bookshop, bookshop.org shop slash books of pop culture, because you can get your copies of All That She Carried, Drinking Coffee Elsewhere, We Cast a Shadow, and everything else that we have read, talked about, and enjoyed. Last but not least, you can always go to booksofpopculture to see everything that I just mentioned and much more. And don't forget to also follow us on your respective social media platforms. Books of pop culture everywhere except Twitter, where we can only be books pop culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Because you know, you know, Twitter. I gotta figure out whatever their uh, their character limit is because, like, you're black man reading over there. We're books pop culture over there? Yeah, it's just um, Twitter doesn't want us to be great. That's all that is. All good. Yeah, Twitter's.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. They got to get it together. Uh, then you know, what's my boy Elon deal? I ain't working out. So we working out. We just <laughs> don't know the future of Twitter, man. And we just really want to. We want to. We want to be there. So Twitter, get right.
0: Yes, <laughs> get right. Twitter, please get right. Achilles. Yeah. Ty Miles, all that she carried. Yeah. That's what we're here to talk about. That's what it says up here there. on the screen, too. It's what it says is right there. So who is Ty Miles? You're asking. Ty Miles is a MacArthur genius and author of six books, a professor of American history at Harvard. Yes, that Harvard. And also a winner <laughs> of multiple prizes. Multiple. Um, Achille, you want to learn a little bit about all that she carried besides what we read? Yeah, yeah. So, All That She carried came out in 2021 and I'm going to let you know the publication date, although I don't have it written down. The publication date from my research that I'm doing on my phone that's available to me because we're no longer an IG Live show, says Mm -hmm. that this came out June 28th, 2021. It was published by Random House. Um, The hardcover edition, which is what I read, has 308 pages. Um, the review aggregate website called Booksmar- bookmarks.reviews scored a rave on their scale, which consists of rave, positive, mixed, and pan. It scored a rave because of the eight reviews that bookmarks.reviews came across, all of them were raves. Mm. So, um, you know, that that also makes sense, Right. When you consider all of the awards that All That She Carried won, I'll go down a list of a few: the National Book Award for Nonfiction, the Pen John Kenneth Galbraith Award, the Ennisfield Wolf Book Award, Lawrence W. Levine Award, the Darlene Clark Hine Award, and it was also named one of the ten best books of 2021 by the Washington Post, Slate, Vulture. And publishers weekly. So Achille, this is a very successful and a very highly touted work. Yeah. So that leads to us. Overall, high-level thoughts of this book, Achille. What um what did you think when you were reading? Well, um,
1: you know, it is uh worthy of all of these awards, uh worthy of all of those, uh, the, the rave reviews you mentioned uh, and it is um, what? how can I say this? It is
0: it's
1: captivatingly it's, boring I think would be a good way to, to, to do
0: it. Captivatingly boring. Captivatingly you know, boring. If, if, if this episode didn't have to be titled All That She Carried so people would know <laughs> that that's what this episode's about.
1: I would definitely
0: title this episode Captivatively Boring. And I might have to add captivatingly boring to Mm -hmm. the description of this show. Because I think, Mm. are are we captivatingly boring? I was just going to say, like, I want people to
1: understand that when something is captivatingly boring, it is a good thing, at least as far as all that she carried is concerned right? Like, mm. I mean, I was captivated and bored at the same time. And so I was learning a whole lot. There's a whole bunch of Sadia Hartman references in there. Yes. Um, the, yes. the, the way that the book, the way that the book, I mean, it's a book about a bag.
0: It is right? a book about
1: a bag and and, and the contents therein. Yeah. And and though that is captivating, <laughs> right? There, there's not a lot. To, there's just it's a you know you get going with this.
0: We yes. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> yes, I can't wait to talk about bags. Yes, I can't wait to talk about bags because we in yeah. bad culture right now, bro. Yes, for yeah. real. Mm-hmm. This is I think I can answer this for the both of us. This was both of our first time reading tire, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did a combination of physical and audio per use. How about you? Yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah. Okay. The cover. What did the cover do for this story? I'm gonna look at this cover again because um I think I would have liked the bag on the cover.
1: What you you know it low key is a bag. Oh, the material, huh? Look at you being captivatingly bored with the <laughs>
0: cover. That's funny. The cover is a bag. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Ah, Taya, you genius. You MacArthur genius. You MacArthur genius. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Jacket design by Belina Huey. Okay. And jacket art by Lauren Singleton. Mm -hmm. So shout out to y'all as well. But Taya, you genius. Yeah, yeah, you genius. Yeah. And then, what's our other question? What work did the title "All That She Carried" do for this book? It did everything for this book. It, it, did, yeah. it did. It did. <laughs> All that she yeah. carried
1: is 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 a. I mean, what? A, it's a very perfect and very fitting title when you think about what this bag means, um, or, or the meaning that Taya was able to make from the bag um, yeah. with with uh, her scholarly work. Um, you know, all that she cared is very sufficient. Then you add the sub part, the journey of Ashley Sack, and uh, the journey of Ashley Sack, a black family yes. keepsake. Yeah.
0: Yes, and and I'm glad you mentioned Ashley, right? And you know, we can mention, you know, Ruth Rose, and you know, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Louisa, mm-hmm. and and just many other like black women in particular, right? Because I think that she is doing a lot of work in the in the title of the book right because this is a book about black women and it's a book about black women that is like unapologetically uh uh and without explanation about it i mean maybe maybe there was explanation in the beginning i'm not like recalling right now but Mm -hmm. i i just remember like while reading i was like wow like i was like this is this is such a book for women, right? In the sense that like, they were centered. Like I can barely remember any of like the men's names with the exception of like a couple that appeared in the book, you know really what I mean? And yeah. for, for me, I thought that was like really fly. I was like, cause because it made me think of like how, like if you read work from the late 1800s or even like probably most of the 1900s, You know, you see a lot of times people will default to he when they're referring Mm -hmm. to just humans. The default is he, him, his. And the default here was she, her, hers. You know, and that was just that was dope. I liked it. I I was like, that's big energy.
1: Definitely a part of the captivating part there. Um, You know, I think Mm -hmm. that that was done very well. Uh, I, I feel like I mean the and, and it, it couldn't have centered, well, I guess it and, and maybe possibly could have. Um, but the fact that it centers this bag and and women's relationship to things that they had to create because the things that were kind of already here were automatically uh, attributed to men and then men were able to pass down those things, those things that were already tangible land homes, et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, all these women were kind of forging out their own keepsakes and their own, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Their own in- dowries to pass down their own inheritances uh, yeah. to
0: pass down.
1: So yeah, that was definitely a, a really uh, captivating aspect of the, of the text,
0: For sure. And, you know, while, while we talking about like, you know, the, the bag and the carrying, I think we might as well just, get into this bag talk, right? You actually um have something here that you that you wrote down.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Let
0: me see. So, I know you mentioned um the embroidered note on page 5 Did you want to share that yeah. with the listeners, viewers, etc. Let me get to it here. Uh here we go. All right, so uh, the
1: there there's something to be said about uh Taya's amazing ability to pull so much from Um, Something that at surface level looks something looks so small. Right. So you have uh, what was embroidered uh, into the bag. It says, I mean, yeah, into the uh, bag. My great grandmother Rose, mother of Ashley, gave her this sack when she was sold at age nine in South Carolina. It held a tattered dress, three handfuls of pecans, a braid of Rose's hair, uh, told her it be filled with my love always. She never saw her again. Ashley is my grandmother. Ruth Middleton, 1921. And a cool thing, too, um, when you get into... There's the, the little part in the middle, the, the essay, uh, the, the visual essay. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. dope. Uh, carrying Capacity is the name of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle May Curry and Taya Miles. But it, it says that the the what was written in the sack was actually a heart shake. Um, mm-hmm. and I, and I thought that was dope. Cause I wonder, was it intentional? Um, you know, when, when it was put in there by, uh,
0: Ruth. Yeah. Hey man. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure yeah. it was. And, um, you know, w- with this bag where like, I'm just thinking of like, even what it means to us now. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, it's so, it's so dope when history speaks to us. I mean, I guess one could say, well, Reggie, she wrote the book like now, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. of course, it's going to speak to us a little bit. But, I mean, even, even like Ashley, you know, Ruth and Rose were speaking to us, too, just by like ensuring, you know, that the bag is created. The bag is passed down, right? The bag is maintained. It's yeah. kept, right? but when i'm when i'm thinking of like bag talk now i'm thinking about you know hip hop i'm thinking about even even outside of hip hop i guess just bag talk everyone yeah. wants to get a bag now and a bag usually means like a lot of money right yeah. and even for example when when i saw you in new orleans you had a bag with you
1: I had you know, a bag
0: when yeah. When, yeah. when it comes to you know, a lot of people who do fashion, they wear bags, right? Yeah. Whether it's a Birkin, whether it's, you know, Gucci, Prada, Coach, whatever, you know, people are into. h H&M, and I don't know, whatever your bag is. You yeah. go to school, you got a book bag. Um, I know when I go to work, uh, well, when I was going into the office for work, work. I would often get like a plastic bag just from the kitchen. Might be from Target, might be from Dollar General, might be work. from whatever, right? Um, and fittingly, when I would go to work, my bag would have my food in it, right? it may I have no, no seeds that, mm-hmm. that I can grow, but it mm-hmm. got food nonetheless. It got a little food in yeah. You, you know what I mean? And, um, I just kind of want to talk about bags.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking too, um, even then, so, you know, you, when you first started talking, you were kind of referencing, um, how, um, there's this part in here I think I have it in here. Yeah, humans are co- humans are composite beings made of matter and infused with spirit. We have always collected, created and surrounded ourselves with material objects in order to express that inner ineffability. So like that ineffability is like something that like is unseen, right? Like something that can't necessarily be explained. And so it made me think about, um, it made me think a little bit about, there's another part like right before that where it says something like, um, history starts with bodies and objects, right? And mm-hmm. so what yeah. what those objects can tell you about those bodies is important. And then when you bring in the hip hop reference and, and and what people are really saying when they say, go get that bag, I mean, go and get that which can sustain you right? That which can like allow you, uh, to protect yourself, to nourish yourself, uh, uh, to show, uh, how whatever, whatever journey you took, right. Towards that bag. Um, this is what, this is the end result. And so that it, it, the whole book is like that, right? Like it, it takes, um, it takes the past, right. And treats it as the present, right. So, it looks at like Ashley's journey. Then it looks at like the journey of um, immigrants, right? Yeah. Uh, in contemporary America, it looks at um, you know what what indigenous happens with uh, yeah indigenous folk, What happens with uh, Latinx folks, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I think there's something definitely worth worth making sure you pay attention to, right? And I guess yeah. that's something um, that's something that can be said. Also, when you're talking about like captivatingly boring, right, I, I, I'm showing that something at surface level that can look like it's not as, you know, deep or amazing, right, can actually have all the qualities of something that that is captivating. Uh, I think that's a good way to really dig into what captivatingly <laughs> boring means.
0: Yeah, um, man. Yeah, yeah. I what? mean, because. Cause, what? Because, like, if you were to tell me, yo, Reggie, you know. I got this book here, man. You need to read it. A big mm-hmm. part of it is about like pecans, you know. <laughs> a big right. part of it is about like hair and, yeah. and 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 fashion. Although I'm not gonna lie, fashion and hair definitely have their the hair went hard. That man. hair
1: section is where it's at for me.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, it, it's about like a bag, and it's about sewing and all these various different things, I would mm-hmm. say, okay, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a read it. You know, I, I might would say like, oh, okay, I'm going to read it, but I would probably hold off.
1: <laughs> you know Word. what I'm saying?
0: Like I would, I would yeah. definitely get the book just because, I mean, if you're watching, like look around me, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know when I would get to it though. Then yeah. it's like, you know, now I'm like, after reading this, you know, I think about um what I, I believe his name is uh, uh Tweety. I'm gonna look up his name, mm-hmm. but he has like a book called The Cooking Gene. Oh, oh yeah, it's, like, it's, it's Twitty. I think. They, Twilly. Yeah, yeah. We we gonna we gonna say his name correctly, and and you know my apologies. It's um, Twitty. You right? It's Twitty. Twitty. Michael, yeah. w. Twitty. Michael W. Tweety. Michael W. Tweety. So mm-hmm. now it's like okay, I'm definitely gonna read something like The Cooking Gene. Shit. The yeah. Cooking Gene about to go hard, right? And yeah interestingly enough right i think this book in several sections was in conversation with our most recent guest books van latens mm-hmm. when you talk mm-hmm. about just like the 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 food that enslaved blacks had to eat right it made me think of how you know he was talking about in his book you know if you you know you don't got that much money you're gonna eat basically what you can get your hands on where ain't going to break your pockets. Right. Whereas, yeah. you know, with the, the enslaved, they ate what they could get their hands on. Right. Yeah. And, you know, her talking about also like the ghetto, you know, um, talking about the great migration and all that, how the neighborhoods was overcrowded over policed,
1: yeah. you know, this
0: and that made me yeah. also think of, you know, Van's work as well as just so many other works we, we read, um, yeah. And, you know, Sadia's uh, and, you know, we don't yeah. talk about Sadia Hartman, but it's mm-hmm, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you start out with this bag, but like so many great authors of nonfiction are doing now, you know, you think you're getting in this book for one thing, but you're really going to get a history lesson that's going to teach you. And I, I don't say this to reduce it, but like a bunch of like trivia in a way, you know, because yeah. it's like. Oh wow! Like now, I know now I got a pecan recipe. If I decide I want to try to make a pecan pie or something,
1: I was wondering how you were gonna say pecan.
0: Oh, pecan! <laughs> so my mom says pecan.
1: Where's your mom from originally? Is she? She from Virginia. From, from Virginia, okay. Because yeah, I was wondering, she's... but did you did you peep that part though? Even that part was really dope. Like yeah. how all the different people were saying pecan. I think mm-hmm. I think they said the the Natchez. Indians were saying pecan or something like that, right? And it goes through all the, you know. And then the fact that it might not have even really been pecans, it was saying it could have possibly been, what was it? um, What was the nut? That's my part. I I forget uh, what the other thing was, but...
0: uh, It
1: was a nut that they said it probably could have been that was much more uh, prevalent during the time. But I I bring that up to say... um, the reason they were bringing up the other nut was because that to have pecans would have been rare, right? And yeah. it talks a little bit yeah. about how all of these items are like pieces that are like put together. The dress yeah. is tattered; it's not like a brand new dress. It's a tattered dress. Um, you got three handfuls of yeah. pecan, <laughs> and let's yeah. go, right? Uh, and and uh, yeah. you know, and then a braid of roses hair. Like those are those are things that have to be gathered up. Uh, those aren't things
0: that are just laying
1: around. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you um, you mentioned hair and fashion, so I'm gonna run with that now, right? Word, well, you word. mentioned hair, but I'm gonna add fashion. i say. But f- man, that um, we go there though.
1: What oh. was your favorite item in the bag?
0: I promise what I'm not doing this because item? I started transitioning, and it and it might uh-huh. be because. Taya smoked the section like you said. It, it got to be the hair okay. though. It got to be hair, just yeah. because <laughs> the way that hair section was so lit. Listen, man. It just was like... So it made me think of this. I remember... I, I got to go back and finish it because like Athea and I had put it up on YouTube one time. Henry mm-hmm. Louis Gates was out in Egypt. You know, just... Okay you know, doing what he do, documenting Black doing history, him. you know, <laughs> yeah. killing it. Doing gay stuff, yeah. Just doing what he do, right? So he was talking to some, like, employee at a museum. And um, I remember when he was talking to her, she was explaining how, um, I forget which country, it might have been Egypt, I can't mm-hmm. remember, but she was talking about how, like, the, the Africans would wear combs in their hair. And combs would be a status symbol. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you kind of had your comb, like, you know how you put a pick in your hair, you just got it, like, sticking up? So, apparently, Mm -hmm. back in the day, way back when, if you had, like, your comb in your hair sticking up, you were saying, like, oh, I'm, like, I'm rich. I'm out, It was, like, it was you flexing. It was kind of like you having, like, you know, a chain or, like, a diamond grill or, Mm -hmm. like, combs used to be that. Yeah. And that's the vibe I got from the hair section just how much of a yeah. flex your hair is and yeah. you know it even i'm someone you know i i cut my hair um and i'm gonna continue to or whatever but i was like damn man i should be i should be growing my shit out just just for the and people you know, for the you people, know just man. just cause you know
1: <laughs> yeah 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 That that's me uh lit man
0: keep going go ahead yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what I was thinking about, man. It made me think of Taya, too, just because, you know, Taya, as you can see, you know, if you have the book or just mm-hmm. Google her, you know, she has locks. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you, of course, you know, um, you're growing your hair out, um, Kathia, um, Just, you know, anyone I know who got hair, man, my boy James, shout out to him. Um, he he used to have locks, so he cut them a while back. But even me, like I used to have braids. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. miss my braids a little bit, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had to know, man, because I felt the same way. Um, the the pecans was was pretty good, but the but the hair, the hair was everything. Because there's so many different ways that, that can be uh you know, can be, you know, correlated with what's going on today, where you got women's hair women's hair was being policed then, it's still being policed now. Right. Like that's a huge thing. But I I want you to go ahead and and make that transition because we're going to come back and kind of talk about how black bodies are being policed and surveilled anyway.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, we I know I mentioned like fashion, too. And -hmm. just like just how clothes have always been a a status symbol. Right. I mentioned, you know, the the comb anecdote earlier, but I just like what clothes meant. And I like how Taya illuminated how, look, you know, when you wore these clothes, you know, this was a symbol of your servitude. This was a symbol of your freedom. This was a Mm -hmm. symbol of your wealth. This was a symbol of your lack thereof. Right. It, It even made me think of like job interviews. You gotta go to a job. It always I appreciate, you know. I appreciate irony in all of its Mm -hmm. forms. I appreciate how at job interviews they want you to come with a suit. Although I'm thinking if you're going for a job, you're usually going because you're trying to earn more. You're trying to better your station. I know someone, someone who is like doing well is saying they're screaming at me, and they're like, Reggie. You know, not everyone who's going for a job is is in the gutter. Yeah. Some people are some people are already bosses and they looking to just boss up. So they got yeah. plenty of suits in the tuck. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not a boss looking to boss up yet. All mm-hmm. right? When I'm going for a job, you telling me to put on a suit, that's a task, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't mind, you know, getting getting some tailored and all that, but you know, that that's tough for a lot of people, man. And um yeah, that, that's the close section kinda made me think of that.
1: Yeah, the close section is uh also interesting. There's there's some things in there that someone who may be um you know they I, love how things were of. Um how in some areas the slaves didn't dress as slaves, and how in some areas it was yes. blurred as to what their station was because some of the enslaved folk were fresh as hell. Like, yeah. you, like I yeah. loved how they were yes. walking through. How you have these different, you have these different um, uh, spaces in the text where they're like, you know, this white man's walking through New Orleans, and he like, well, goddamn. I don't know mm. who's enslaved and who's free.
0: Listen, man, <laughs> you know? yo, and and I promise I'm talking about the book. I know I do a lot of references to like now and stuff, but that's how I tend to engage with text. Right. Mm-hmm. But it makes me think of like the folks in the quote unquote hood who be the flyers, though. Right. Yep. It's like they got all the sense of style and all that. And it's like you you would think, oh, like how, you know, how I thought the fly people were supposed to be the ones who got the money because they could go to, you know, Bloomingdale's. They can go to, you know, uh, Neiman's or whatever the hell, right? Um, wow. But it's like it just speaks to just us. It just speaks yeah. to our culture. It just speaks to, you know, and I, I don't mean to necessarily um, – perpetuate this or glorify this per se, but you give us lemons, I mean, we we going to make lemonade better than the people who got a whole factory full of lemons. You give mm-hmm. us two lemons, our lemonade is going to be better than yours. You know? Yeah. And it, 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 that's with the food, that's with the clothes, that's with all of that. And yeah. and it's just displayed massively. I mean, look at this bag. Look at Ashley's sack. Look at all that Ashley sack is. It yeah. had hair in there. It had pecan. Or pecans, yeah. Yeah. or whatever you want to call it, in there, it has. And to to just to talk about the ingenuity even more, it has like a message embroidered on it, man. And yeah. and the most important thing is filled with love, bro. Come on now, it's filled with love. And look at it's and look at love. where this bag is. This bag is now in, um, you know what some probably consider to be the best, like. I guess material document of African American history, which is, you know, the uh National Museum of African American history and culture in DC. Have you been to that by chance?
1: I have not. Uh they are there are so many reasons for me to go to DC. Uh as I mentioned, you know, my folks are from up there. Um uh well they're not from up there. They migrated up there and came back uh to Natchez. Um, but um Yeah, and uh, my cousins up there. I got some folks up there, uh, and I want to see the museum. That that makes me think a little bit about um, the. There's another part in here where it talks about. Let me see. Let me pull. See if I can get to it. But it talks about wondering how we should feel about the fact that a lot of times these things that are you know meant to be passed down and 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 taken in by us. uh, Let's see. Where is it? are sometimes the only way that we end up getting to have a book like this is if white folks put it somewhere If white folks find yeah. it and put it somewhere and um i have been yeah. racking my brain to make a decision of how i feel about that i think here it is right here this is page 58 it yeah. is a madness if not an irony that unlocking the history of unfree people depends on the materials of their legal owners held the lion's share of visibility in their time and ours captive takers uh papers and government records are often the only written accounting of enslaved people who could not escape and survive to tell their own story And more influential the slaveholder The more likely it is that the plantation uh, And estate records were kept And preserved over centuries in private offices And later research repositories I am really interested in that And I think we talked about it a little bit on the show But like and Who gets to decide where those things are housed Like even when we're talking about Morrison's papers And the fact that I think they're at Princeton Instead of Howard You know stuff like that um, You know and you know We know what it all boils down to Money You know,
0: money, power. It all boils Mm. down to money. Man. And, you know, when when you say that, I mean, it even makes me think of, I I started kind of breaking that down as you were reading. I'm like, damn, all that she carried comes out through random house too. You know what I'm saying? Like there's Mm -hmm. levels Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. the layers of whiteness we had to go through or Taya even has to go through to tell these stories on a large scale to black women right and you know you you gotta think too you know who i would be curious because the statistics say that black women are most likely to read a book but there is i'm curious to know like who is reading the book right because because we we definitely know we know that black women are reading it right We know that they're reading it in large amounts, but it's like how large is the white readership for this book that is about black people and black life. Right. Um, So it's just like it's just a whole bunch of layers to like all the whiteness that like not only the enslaved people who, you know, Taya discusses in the book has to go through to get their stories told. But just the layers of whiteness even Taya has to go through to like like let's let's break this down. Like I'm not even trying to like, I'm not even insulting her, obviously, because these are these these are great things. But it's like yeah. she's at Harvard, right? Mm-hmm. She is a MacArthur genius. She's published through Random House, you know, and it's just like, you know, it's great, but it's like, do we need these establishments to validate the greatness like how yeah. come right how come we have to go through this archive to get this information right the archive strikes back
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: shout out to Sadia Hartman as well here too mm-hmm. and then how come once she goes through the white archive she gotta go through the white publisher so then she could get the National Book Award,
1: mm-hmm. which is
0: like another
1: mm-hmm. white thing,
0: right? It, it's just I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because it's too depressing and it just it is what it is, I guess. But it's just a lot to, to to think about and a lot of a lot to take in, especially when you consider that that paragraph that you just read to us.
1: It's it's a necessary evil, you know, because you, you got to think about it like this. Right. Right. Um there's, uh, I can't remember who talked about it. It might've been, uh, it's easy to say this, you know, it might've been Baldwin, right? But I think uh, there was someone who talked about how you uh, you, you, you get educated in these institutions who had a vested interest in you not being free, right? And then you, you create this work that is encapsulated by what they deem to be scholarly work. Before we got on here, when you were talking about Um, How, you know, this concept of scholarly work needing to be boring so that it's all about the facts. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you do that, though, so that you can get this story about a bag Mm -hmm. that they don't really have anything to do with. You know, and then the story is even more black because the embroidered message isn't on the bag. Until what two generations later, yeah. and so the story had to be kept alive orally, which is an African tradition, For right, sure. an African American tradition as well, yeah. right, and so it had to be survived. And then it's funny because, like, you know, the the scholarly process tells you to say things to yourself, like, all the evidence shows that it couldn't have been pecans; it had to be mm. chestnuts, yeah, right. But yep. what 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 at what Ashley Mama um, Rose told her was that it was pecans in this bag. Ashley told Ruth it was pecans because that's mm. what Rose said was in the bag. And hell, yeah. if Ashley Ashley was nine, right? So you know she yeah. she ate yeah. them up. She like hell yeah, it might have been pecans. I'm gonna say pecan. I'm gonna tell Ruth <laughs> it's pecans, right? Hell and that, yeah. it is what it is, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like when you when you get a chance to read David is work, right? Yeah. the story is the story as the story is told by who's telling it at the time. Uh, And so if Ruth said it's pecans, it's pecans. And now we get the story because uh, Taya has done the work of digging and fighting uh, through all those layers of whiteness.
0: Man. And I, and I realized while we're talking about this, that we're also talking about one of the bigger themes in the book too, which is paternalism. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And just like this whole thing where you know white folks even thought, right? There, there's an abolitionist, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like who even thought this, right? I, I just thought that was so funny that, especially just considering the, the talk around abolition, right? Uh yeah. shout out to uh what what is what is her name? Angela Grimke. Mm. Uh who you know, a lot of people were thinking like, hey man, listen, like black people are actually you know they're they're kind of like slavery is not that bad mm-hmm. you know yep. and it, and it's interesting because there's even like modern white folk who feel that way too you, you know what i'm saying um I, I told you this off here. i'm gonna say it again now um one of the best things you said on here on this show was when we did our episode on the trees oh yeah shout out to percival everett man for that amazing work that i still think about um You know, I I asked you, I said, hey, man, you know, I hear him on interviews. He's saying, you know, that uh, the white people in his book are stereotyped. And, you know, you see readers going around saying, oh, they're stereotypes. I asked you, I said, listen, you're from Mississippi. You might not be from money, but you're from the state. I asked you straight up on air, hey, do you think they're stereotyped? You said no. I stand (laughs) on that. I stand
1: on that.
0: Hey, bro, listen, (laughs) and- you know, we had some other conversations off air. You know, where I may be sharing, you know, a a post or something I seen with you, and the truth is, you weren't, mm-hmm. you weren't that you you weren't wrong. You you were correct. That personal whatever was not stereotyping, and I think press whatever is a funny dude for telling these people that he is stereotyping them. Yeah, because I don't I don't think he believes he stereotyped them.
1: I think Percival Everett is, is seriously getting in the runnings for one of my favorite authors. I started <laughs> Eraser recently. I know this isn't about Eraser. I yeah. started that book recently. And Percival, he's a fearless writer. Yeah. one thing. A yeah. very fearless writer. Yeah. Um, and a very fun writer. I'll yeah. say that in, in in some of the things they uh plays with. So I can't wait to you dig into Erasure um but yeah man uh, paternalism is uh it's 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 very icky yeah you know it, it's very icky uh like you said it's still uh <clears throat> pervades american society today when you think about how you'll hear things like uh you know uh, yeah, you you probably and, Happy, you know that slavery happened because if it wasn't for slavery, oh yeah, that be, bullshit, you'd be still over there doing yeah. this and then praising it, the
0: devil's god, No, If know. it wasn't, if it wasn't for slavery, you, your, your president wouldn't even have a White House to fucking live in, loser. I mean, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like
1: it's icky and it really, among really other grow. things, that was a big <laughs>
0: grab. Like, let's talk about <laughs> you washing your ass, <laughs> like which. <laughs> sometimes you still don't do you what I mean (laughs) so like I mean if you I think I just think that's so funny right that Mm -hmm. they say that to us because it's like yo we should be saying that to y'all if anything I would never say that to them though because that's really weird but it's like yo like if it wasn't for us who would you be (laughs) like like no. you would be, you would still be like, I'm not even trying to be funny. You probably still be like, what, uh, using your left hand as like your, your fucking toilet paper. Uh, like, like if it wasn't, if it wasn't for us, like you wouldn't have like these big ass homes. You wouldn't have like railroad systems. Like there's just so many things, probably everything.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, cause I mean, you can think of. Yeah, there's so many instances in this in this text and a lot of texts where uh, one of us ended up creating something, and then because of uh, all those different ideas that you created, like paternalism, you took all the credit for it. You um, know,
0: my man, uh, my man, Antoine, the cultivator. Yeah, Antoine, Antoine, the, the first prince. I'm ready to call Twan. him Prince. I'm we ready to call, call Twan, him yep. uh, Seal. I'm ready to call him Come any on, any person who goes by one name. Mm-hmm. Like Antoine was the first, all right? Yeah. yeah. Like Antoine, like we call sometimes we call Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like Antoine, mm-hmm. Antoine might be the first Beyonce, bro.
1: Might be, might be, but yeah, paternalism is is just icky. It, it's really icky. It reeks of patriarchy. Uh, uh, it reeks of reeks of the patriarchy because we know that the the paternalistic way of viewing things was like forced on even the white women. Right. Um, You know, they had to exchange their autonomy for, for some semblance of power underneath that. What
0: were you going to say? The, 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 an important piece of paternalism even still, right. Or at least as of the, uh, I tried to Google something and I didn't see anything to say different, Mm -hmm. but as this book came out, right. Ashley sack is on loan to uh, the 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 National Museum of African American History and Culture from uh, what is it the the Middleton yeah uh, l- let me let me get the the correct name I think it is right the, it's about
1: the Middleton uh
0: the Middlefield Middlefield Place Foundation yeah it's on loan like how how dare you yeah you know hey, hey.
1: It's
0: like it's on land. loan hey look we gonna we gonna loan y'all I mean I'm I'm gonna just say it plainly. We're gonna loan y'all niggas y'all shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Ha, you that's what, that's on what to that, that is. But we're gonna come back get it. Yeah. Because it's ours. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the paternalism is still going on. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, that's a rabbit hole though. I spare you
1: Look, it's everywhere too. It's it's global. Because I'm watching yeah. uh I'm watching the um uh, Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. And my girl is looking didn't for no
0: Disney Plus Marvel series, man.
1: My girl is looking for the other bangle, right? Um they are uh she said Pakistani. I wanna but she kinda said it in a joking way, so I gotta double check on that. But they're a Pakistani family. Um and it's just it's showing all these different ways that you know they left india and then they you know move into america etc cetera, etc cetera, and they're redefining what it means right for them in terms of identity and so the her great-grandmother uh Aisha is looking for the bangle but they only see one right there in this t- in this temple and they're looking for the bangle but they only see one they're like they're supposed to be two and the black girl says well i mean you know the british have probably uh raided this temple uh Twelve times by the time we got there, so I'm pretty sure they have the bangle, the other bangle in the museum. So this isn't just happening to us; it's happening to every
0: freaking civilization on planet Earth. <laughs> and, and I know you've seen while we're talking Marvel. I know you've seen Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Remember the yeah. beginning with Killmonger mm-hmm. in the yeah. in the white lady at the museum. Killmonger, come yeah, come on now. So it's, it's like, happening to all of us. Yep. It's happening everywhere, man. And it's just it's it's just it's crazy, bro. Um, but that but that's something, you know, once again, just great work Taya did, just you know, pointing out, you know, their need to try to parent and facilitate, you know, the things that we do, right? Um, which goes into this this quote that you got um from, from Sadia Hartman, right? Uh mm-hmm. early in the book. I think that kind of fits in right here. Let's see, what is that? 18? Yeah, okay. So
1: We've kind of been touching on this. So I, I really, Sadia Hartman has come up so many <laughs> times in our show. Another show's genius lifetime. grant. Another very <laughs> deserving <laughs> genius grant. The quote says uh, I also adapt the writing practice beautifully captured by the cultural theorist Sadia Hartman as narrating the time of slavery as our present. Hartman advocates uh incorporating a sense of the present moment and its failures to secure full freedom for black people into our historical interpretations of slavery as a means of illuminating the intimacy of our experience with the lives of the dead like just sit with that right that's what we've been talking about the whole time right like uh whether we, whether you're talking about how the things that were occurring to Ashley and Rose and then Ruth, subsequently and then everyone else who has um you know i mean right now right we know the government is continuing its control uh over women's bodies and their decisions and rights uh as to what they can and can't do right um and so the intimacy of our experience with the lives of the dead and then it says writers narrating counter histories of slavery and present-day inheritors of the legacy of slavery carry a responsibility not to forget our close ties to these lives hartman insists because archives do not faithfully reveal or honor the enslaved. tending this intimacy with the dead necessitates new methods including a trans-temporal consciousness and use of restrained imagination so like (laughs) i mean i um I was talking to Philip about it, uh, and I was saying Sadia is so amazingly brilliant in the way that her work is dense yet accessible. Like you're reading, and you like,
0: man, this is some deep stuff. Mm -hmm. And I understand, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I mean, the thing, the thing about Sadia, and and um, and just what I've learned. And why I see she's such a like role model and inspiration to other academics is part of the same way why like Amani is right. It's mm-hmm. like the both both of them are just against the 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 grain. Yeah, they're against the scholarly grain, but it's undeniable though. Like their brilliance is undeniable yeah. that you're not gonna check them.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and this is yeah, and Sadia is like. She's taking this again. Is like what we were talking about earlier. She is, she is, you know, classically trained in those institutions, but very instrumental in the building of new, uh, the building and constructing of new knowledge. Like the concept of tending to the past as present, yeah, is is you know, no one that wasn't said prior, yeah. And then nah, to man, attack that the that archives and say that they don't do right by those those dead. And that mm-hmm. we have to uh, do this and have this transtemporal consciousness and this and and this restrained imagination. Right. I think that the last part is one of the most powerful parts of it, because, you know, we want to romanticize the past. We want to, yeah. you know, so you have to you have to you have to be able to go back and forth between time and restrain what you restrain what your imagination wants to create uh, of the past uh, to create. Uh, some something that can you know be be useful to the, the descendants.
0: Let's let's talk about restraint. Mm-hmm. We were just because, talking about this. yeah, because and, and and it's I'm so glad that Taya like mentioned Sadea multiple times because we can talk about her and we're technically still talking about all that she carried, which is a really cool like meta thing for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, wayward lies beautiful experience beautiful experiences I'm I'm wondering if I think that was restrained right because mm-hmm. I do feel and this isn't a bad thing but I feel like all that she carried was restrained mm-hmm. right now when I let me explain that to the people just just in case right when I say restraint or restrain, Restricted. What I mean by that is there's like a there's coof, there's discretion, there's like respect, right? It's a it's a good thing, it's not a bad thing,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it's just like I feel like the concept of what Ty is doing is bold because there's definitely some critical like fabulation, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. That was the term that Sadia used in Way We're Lives, but the critical fabulation of where lives felt more like novelistic mm-hmm. right whereas the critical fabulation here felt for lack of a better term non it felt like nonfiction it felt like pbs right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what do you say to that
1: i'll push back on it and say i think I think you're right about Taya's work, but I think wayward lives is restrained in the idea that though there is this creation and there's this imagination, mm-hmm. it doesn't stray far away from the truth, right? So I think in this quote, what it's saying is these women and the way that, and, and this is in reference to wayward lives, these women in the way that I've depicted them may not be the truth in terms of like this is how it went down. But it's not that far from what probably happened. It's not that far from what 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 probably what these with these women were probably dealing with, how they were acting, etc. Yeah. Right? Because you could have you could have taken it um and made it like an extreme difference. Right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you let your imagination go unrestrained. But if you looked at the the lives of these women, right, if you went to the archives about them and mm. you revisit the story, you might have some critiques. But they won't be that far off right from 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 what you have yeah. right It is, is, would be my pushback, I guess. Um, and I think too, it's easier to say that about a book about a bag than it is to say that about a book about human beings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. human beings can mm-hmm. be so complex where you have a little bit more. You can't You can say what you want, but you can't say that it was pants in the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I'm following you now. You
1: can't say it was uh, syrup in the bag. It was a nut.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It had to be some type of nut. You know?
0: Right. Now. I don't know if I'm pushing back here, but I'm 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 definitely mm-hmm. feeding into this, right? Mm-hmm. Can't you I guess lose some of that restraint though when you work around the bag? When I say work around the bag, I'm talking about Ruth, <coughs> right? I'm talking about mm-hmm. Ashley. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about Rose. Can't you kind of get into that more loose area? Like where, or or just like speculation yeah
1: yeah so i think i think that is allowed i don't think i don't think this quote is saying that it's not you know because you have uh, to speculate yeah you might have to speculate more so with this bag right that's why some of those some of those uh, this this speaks to the boring part that, that may have been more right some yeah. of that part where it's like well well who was rose huh, was right. rose here right but rose couldn't have been here right was rose there Right. Rose couldn't have been there. Yeah, surely this is where Rose was, yeah. right? Like that whole part of the book. Yeah. Um. you right, but but then you gotta think about what happens when you have a trans temporal consciousness, right? Because trans temporal is uh, transcending time, relating to time travel. So when you're, you're allowing your consciousness to go back and forth through time. You're gonna have to apply some type of restraint to your imagination at that time, right? Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. order to get things right when you're When you are recounting and when you're witnessing, so that's kind of where I think that is. Um, But you can't. uh, So I guess you know. Of course, we're agreeing and disagreeing at the same time because you can't. There has to be some form of speculation, right? So you can't restrain the speculation, but you can. It's almost like when you're creating when you're doing a dissertation, you have to have a theoretical uh, framework, and theoretical framework shows you the boundaries of 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 the research. Yeah. Right that's yeah. the restraint i can do whatever i want in this box yeah but if the theoretical framework is critical race theory then i have to look at whatever i'm looking at
0: in terms of power and race mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i follow you i follow you yeah man restraint restraint is uh yes, restraint is it's cool and um I, I also wanted to go back to that too just because of like what you were saying about Percival too just how fearless of a writer he is and <laughs> And, and that's the thing. I don't think that Taya showed fear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, yeah. At
0: all. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing I guess I want to make sure I'm getting across with this comment on restraint.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: for example, an, an, an author who I think is not restrained, right? It's like Marlon James. Yeah. Like, if you read Marlon James' work, it's just like yeah. you're going to go there. Right. Uh, another book I read uh, Land of Love and Drowning by Tiffany Yannick. Mm-hmm. like i don't think there's restraint there i think it's just like mm-hmm. it's so interesting too because they're both caribbean so i gotta look at that and see if that's a pattern in like caribbean like literature maybe yeah. um but nonetheless you know percival's american though right mm-hmm. um hell danzy danzy uh sending his wife is american but damn would i consider her work restraint like I don't know if I would consider her work restraint, though. So maybe, maybe those are two good examples. But uh, yeah, anyway, that was just something I was just very, uh, very That's fascinated about.
1: We, we should hold on to that. This, yeah, just that whole because I don't think Toni Morrison
0: quote. exercises restraint for real. Life. And you know,
1: Morrison makes a makes a um, Morrison and Gail, yeah, makes an appearance in the book. They uh, do, yeah, they do. Uh, beloved and uh, Carigadora.
0: Carigadora. uh man, book man. that man. is
1: obviously better than Sula.
0: Um, yeah, not engaging, not engaging, <laughs> uh, but I, I will engage this though. Um, mm-hmm. we asked in our stories for people to email us if they had questions about all that she carried in good old reliable Dr. Raymond Williams. Oh. came through with a question that i think it'll it right. be fun to answer so in this email he says this i hope you don't mind Raven. i'm gonna read it verbatim hey reggie and achille i have two questions for you all about the book i'm looking forward to a discussion thanks raymond williams he's so like like uh like like kind, thanks, Raymond Williams. Like like you don't gotta say that to yeah. us. Like, we know you. We we love you, Raymond. We know you and love you, okay. Uh-huh. What surprised or interested you most about all that she carried? I mean, the the surprising part, I mean, we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but it, it's to me, it's the, the pecans, pecans, whatever, and the hair. I mean, the pecan yeah. section in particular just really wowed me once you got like the recipes too i was like okay so now I'm too, you know i just yeah. thought that was just like really dope that like you know it's this this thing that's in this this keepsake and now it's like hey here's a way for you to engage with the keepsake from home you know if you're maybe mm. unable to make it to the the um the National Museum of African American History and Culture right, and then of course the hair man like like um the hair was just so interesting to me, um and, and now I guess we can use this to kind of talk about the policing thing a little bit too, not mm-hmm. only because of like the flash it with the hair right you know talking about um Eliza being like a hairdresser and all that yeah yeah, yeah. but like just the the policing of the hair you know it makes you think of like contemporary things like the Crown Act and just mm-hmm. like just us feeling the need to get our haircut to go on a job interview, right? Or yeah. us feeling the need to maybe like shave my face, right? Cuz cuz like uh for example, right? You know, if you go to people's LinkedIn and stuff, right? If you go to especially like black folks most and I and I speak of black, you know, men or masculine presenting people I suppose, um a lot of times we're not going to have our beard in, in our in our LinkedIn photo. I, I bet, right? Yeah. I bet if I looked up all my fellas, most of us is clean cut on there. Yeah. A little bit of fish hair, maybe a goatee. You yeah. know, in in I, I just I just the policing of like hair itself, but especially black hair, just really resonated with me. And it really just made me think of like just how we navigate our hair now. I was uh, hold on, let me see if I got it. Yeah,
1: I went to go pull up my uh my new company photo. Look
0: at <laughs> <laughs> look at that guy. Look at him, man! Wow, you know. And it's like, you know, they they gotta pull that up so then when you email or whatever, that's the face that shows up. But then when they're gonna zoom with you, like who is that's the same dude? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it's just. I, I don't know. There's there's so much I can say about that.
1: There's so much. Uh, the yeah, the, the hair is just the hair part is just so amazing because there's so much to be said about that. I'll say uh, I'll answer the question too in my stead. I'll say a, a few funny things. Um, first thing that surprised me was it wasn't Taya's bag for some odd reason. I thought it was Taya's uh bag that Taya had handed down <laughs> through her family. Um, that she wow. found in the attic and decided to write this book. And yeah, all so that
0: Taya carry,
1: all that Taya, uh, family, that all <laughs> Taya's family carried. Um, that was it. And, um, you know, another funny, hilarious thing. I was surprised and I shouldn't have been, that there were things in the bag that the book was about things that were inside the bag. Um, cause at first I was just like, can me tell you why this, I guess this isn't as stupid when you think about it, because I knew about the long history of quilting. Mm-hmm. And so, what I assume was that the that I assumed that the bag had you know some type of design on it, which it does, yeah. uh, and quilts make an appearance in the in this story. Uh, and my great grandmother and my mother actually can, my mom can do it, um, but had that quilting passed down. So that's kind of what I was expecting uh, more on that end. What you about to say,
0: um, Antoine? I gotta mm-hmm. add that I just. I just love the mysteriousness of Antoine. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I wanted to piggyback off of what you said, and I forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot um, so that fast.
1: The first thing was the first thing I said was I thought it was Ty's bag. Uh, and oh, then, yes, that that, yeah, that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So usually, with every book I read, right, I read the synopsis and stuff, and I read reviews mm-hmm. and all that. This is one of the first times I kind of went into a book naked. Oh, you did? Good. Yeah. Like I That's didn't. My, I love to do it naked. I didn't. I, I'm realizing it as you say it because I'm like, yo, I didn't realize either that this was not Ty's bag technically. <laughs> because <laughs> hey, is that fun? That's fun. Yeah. Because I was just <laughs> like, or or even if not Ty. Well, okay. I never thought it was Ty's bag, but I thought what it was family? like her family's bag. I was gonna say, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And that's because I didn't, I realized I didn't really read the synopsis. I didn't really read reviews. I didn't really read anything. I just read the book. Um, yeah. so now that's really interesting because now I get to go back and I get to read those eight rave reviews on bookmarks. Right. Mm-hmm. I get to investigate more into, um, you know, Ashley sack. Right. And what I'll even do, um, I should have a couple links, you know, for listeners, viewers, um, that I could put in like the episode description on YouTube and on, um, you know, respect the podcast platforms where I think there should be like infographics and photos and stuff like that. that have to do with uh, Ashley Sack. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe all y'all will appreciate that uh, extra info as well.
1: Yeah, but so- I, I rarely have I rarely read uh, like deeply into it before I go into most of these books. I usually have like a, a good radar. I don't usually run into bad books. So, uh, yeah. but I don't read uh, as widely, I think, sometimes as the people who have a long list of books they don't like. Right. 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 Like, right. I always, uh, I'm on, you know, Books of I see people talking about how they didn't like a book, and I'm like, why on earth would you read that anyway? You know, I always you know, wonder, why, yeah. how, did you, yeah. how did you get confused? Right. I think that was going to be a good book, you know, but, you know, uh, not, not in a negative way, but I like, I, I read what I like. I yeah. don't like to be recklessly adventuring, and sometimes I do, but yeah. even then, it's not as reckless as, as you know, as some of the people who have like a whole bunch of books they don't like. Um, so I, I knew I would uh, be OK with this book. Right. It's right in my wheelhouse. So I don't read the synopsis
0: and yeah. I get pleasantly surprised, you know. <laughs> right. Word. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel it, bro. And um, this is a good question, too, from Raymond. So, you know, we, we answered your one, Raymond. We hope it was sufficient. Uh, the second one is in verbatim. Ashley's sack in the items that Rose put in there was sort of like a time capsule of the 1800s. Agreed. Although we don't have the actual items, Taya Miles was able to reveal the significance of each one. Yes. If you had a sack to give a loved one that you might never see again, what items would you put in it and why? Um. Do you want to go first or should I? And I, I'm going to add a stipulation got to be three things, just like Ty. Okay. So, what are we going to... What three things are we going to put in our bag? Mm. You or me? Who going?
1: Well, I think one thing that this book shows is that you can just... When you're asking a question like this of us, oh, it's a very different situation than asking this question of Rose.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, because there's the caveat of not only do I know I'm not going to see this person again, but they are going into uh, chattel slavery. Yeah. Um, you know, so.
0: Important context. When I you're agree. thinking
1: about, like, the, the the fact that clothing was involved, I don't know if it has to be involved, you know what I mean, in this right. bag. Oh, no, um, not in ours, not mm-hmm. in our contemporary bag. And that's why I'm going to say the autobiography of the of Shakur. Okay. For one thing, okay, yeah, that's gonna be the first thing. Wow. Um, and then a knife, a Swiss Army knife.
0: Mm, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like
1: there's that. a lot that can be done with that. Um, and then I'll stop there. You give me two things, and then we'll do our final thing.
0: So, I definitely now I'm gonna feel people are gonna think, oh, he's just saying that because you said it, because I got a book I was gonna put in there. So Solomon Solomon.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Song of Solomon would be the book I put in to my loved one because I would want them to know that this is I'm a reader. Anyone who mm-hmm. gets a, a bag from me should at least expect a book in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um the book in there is gonna be Song of Solomon because it's my favorite and it's by my favorite author. And I think it's a good gateway into literature for like anyone. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's arguably, at least from the Toni Morrison I've read thus far, her easiest work to get into and to just follow. It's like straightforward. It's, she even said, like, you know, I made it in part because this is about Ben. I made it just like kind of like a straightforward narrative, which I think is kind of funny. Um, second thing, what would I put in there? <laughs> uh, I don't want a. I kind of want to be humorous because I feel like if it was a bag I did, it would definitely have to be something in there, like kind of funny. I kind of want to, this is so, this is not fitting for me at all. Come on, let it out. I (laughs) kind of want to put like drugs in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why I am, right, is because Uh people always say, Cause I don't, I don't like drink or smoke or anything. So people always say like, yo, you just go through life sober. That's so crazy. And the reason why I would put drugs in there is because I know not everybody go through life like I do. And I'm putting your drug next to my drug. People don't realize my drug is books. Mm. So that's how I, that's how I cope with life is reading. So I'm going to give you the way I cope with life and I'm going to give you a way to potentially cope with life, you know. And hopefully you'll get, you know, maybe the drugs will have seeds in it and you can figure out a way to keep them growing. Yeah. You know, but uh but yeah, those are my first two things. Drugs, books. Dude you know about drugs know. and song Solomon. Oh, oh, maybe you can do whatever drug is in there, then read and then read something. Solomon. see what
1: you did there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, for some odd reason, uh, I don't have anything deep for my third one. I just wanted to put a pick in there. Uh, when I was fight the power picks, um, <laughs> you know, um, and if honorable mention maybe a uh, gla- bottle of port wine, uh, You know, yeah, because I do think you do need something to take the edge off, Uh, because I still feel like that bag is going to be is is okay. Pilot's the third item.
0: So for those listening, you can't see me right now, but I'm holding Mm -hmm. my one of my great friends in the world. His name is Pilot. He's a bear. And Pilot is going to be in that bag. Pilot is going to be my version of... <laughs> Perhaps... Pilot is going to be my version of the braid. Perhaps I spoke too soon. <laughs> Perhaps Sharky gets put in the Sharky bag. and Pilot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They said yeah. they do not want to be left off of BAPC or out of Reggie and Achilles' sacks.
1: Yeah, they drop Sharky and then Sharky breaks.
0: breaks
1: my God. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes you cannot drop sharky that would be a bad thing yeah but yes pilot pilot would be in your bag to help you navigate yeah like the name so uh raymond thank you for great questions raymond
1: thank you more people should be like raymond and drop questions in the email as you can see it's a wonderful thing it works just the same as as asking questions live, and we know you're reading with us because you all are always reading. And like I said, y'all be reading wildly, way wildly, and very recklessly.
0: And yes. So I admire you guys. I do too. I admire y'all, and I aspire to read like y'all. Yeah. And um, I think it's a war time. I think it's a war season, man. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's start out with the King Akusa Award for Best Coach and all that she carried. Um, we got nominees such as Sadia Hartman, Ruth, Rose, Gail Jones, Bell Hooks, Toni Morrison, Hortense Spillers, Mary Church Terrell, Mamie Garvin Fields. I mean, I kind of feel like, and I hope this isn't an insult, is it, is it Sadia or is it, or is it, or is it it someone else? Or is that, is that offensive to, uh, to, to, to Rose, to say it's Sadia? I vote Sadia because of how
1: influential the yes. quote was to our understanding of what Rose left. Yes. Had there not been Sadia, would we have been able to achieve what was achieved in this book? So
0: I vote Sadia.
1: Um, we're
0: going we're gonna to say Sadia is the best coach of uh, all that she carried. And the yeah. winner of the latest King of Kuso Award. The Parnell Award for Best Scene Stealer. We have good. <laughs> the Braid of Hair. We have Eliza Potter, the hairstylist. Harriet yeah. Jacobs. Natchez. Corregidora. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beloved. Yeah. Celia. Root Workers. Conjure Bags, Grigri Bags. Mm -hmm. Antoine.
1: Antoine. Mm -hmm. Pecan
0: recipes. Knitting. And I'm also going to do a write-in for what is it? The uh, Carrying Capacity? The the name of the the visual essay? Uh, That essay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Carrying Capacity is... Yeah.
0: Carrying Capacity gotta be included. I'm I'm also finding it here to make sure I'm not uh, misnaming it. So, uh... Who, while who would you while like you're
1: doing meet? that, I was going to say, I'm going to vote early. I'm going to put in an early vote, early ballot for Celia on page 64. Celia um, is That's one of the most sensational and his best documented examples of of uh, fighting back. Uh, yeah. Celia, a 19 year old woman, murdered a man many years her a senior. Uh, Celia, like most slave women, had no surname on record. So one named person, like you said earlier, when she clubbed her owner, one Robert Newsom, to death. Then she burned his body in the fireplace of her cabin and paid his grandson to sweep up and help dispose of the ashes.
0: So, yeah, you got my vote, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, look, I'm always going to ride with the person who kills the slave owner. Shout out to you, Celia. Shout your out to name you, Celia. will live forever. All that she carried,
1: yes, yes.
0: she's also carrying your legacy into the your future legacy. and into a world.
1: long live your name. Yes, um, and I am in awe of the conversation uh, with the grandson. Yes, uh, you know. Yes, yes. Celia. Um, yeah. The only bad thing about this story, is she got caught. You yeah. Know. Um yeah, that's that, the only that, bad that thing cool. about this story. I mean, I wish you'd gone for it. Uh I think we should also give Twan honorable mention here. Uh Tuan, yeah. shout your out your efforts. Man,
0: Twan. Uh, you, you're
1: a cultivator. Uh, you're a cultivator.
0: I I'ma also shout out the root workers, man. I like that little mm-hmm. piece about the root workers from uh in my book 108 to 110. Mm-hmm. Um just talking about like the Grigory bags and all mm-hmm. that. Uh um, Got to shout out the root workers, and also you got shout out. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 watching P Valley. They had a little bit of root work going on in there, And mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. um, I believe the second episode, the character Diamond. So mm-hmm. you know you got to got to got to put in for the root workers.
1: Bro. Root work is such an interesting concept too, because you know um, I think P Valley is down here in Mississippi, right? Yeah, um, Fiction it's almost
0: Chacalissa.
1: yeah, it's almost like people. I don't know how it's being showcased there, um, but like. I wish I was I existed in a time when people were able to like seek those people out more openly. Because when I talk when I talk to folks down here about like root workers and grigory bags and stuff like that, it's not necessarily that people are like even talking about that they exist, but they're there. Yeah. You know, like my great grandmother did a whole bunch of that stuff. Um, you hear about a lot of people's grandmothers doing it, but you don't hear uh, enough about. You know, people still doing it. If you ask me,
0: uh, you know, the the further south you go, I, I, it seems like you do.
1: Mm.
0: But uh, but yeah, I yeah agree New Orleans, though.
1: yeah, you hear, yeah, you hear about in New Orleans.
0: But it's but like you should see how people was reacting to like the P Valley thing. Like they were kind of like, and you'd be surprised because especially. But we read a lot of like black literature though too, so mm-hmm. you know, we I think that's important context.
1: Not mm-hmm. all
0: you know black people are reading like literature at all yeah right much yeah. less black literature so they may not be coming across like the work whether mm-hmm. it's in person or even through like text through oral through anything you know so yeah. um so I'll shoot I'll shoot y'all a little bit of Bill, but I was a little surprised that like people were kind of like like thrown off by it like oh man that's that's wild you know yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. You mean like people who are like uh watching the show?
0: Yeah. They were kinda like, yeah, yo, like man. that was some wild shit that happened on P Valley. And it's like yeah. not not really. Like this is there's a rich like tradition. It's just here. Of, of yeah, it's this. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I think and that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's not I wish it was a little bit more pronounced because it's yeah. it's just a thing. It's like, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, as opposed to I want to I want to take it back to where, you know, you know that you go get one down the street as opposed I to like saying. right now. I think right now it's like uh, at least in my part of Mississippi is like something that is kind of handed down. Um, the bag is is older. I want some new gri gri bags.
0: Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that's what I want. The thing I will <laughs> say, though, and I think this fits in, in context with all that she carried. These things would definitely have to be in like black spaces though. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't oh god I wouldn't yeah. want I wouldn't want the, the Juneteenth Grigory bag. Yeah. I wouldn't want bag. the, yeah. <laughs> the Gregory. I wouldn't want uh the 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 white folk come around knowing about that. Grigri. Yeah
1: once they get wind of
0: it. Oh my god.
1: They'd be so funny because it'd be
0: like <laughs> two things would happen, bro. Yeah. The funny thing, which I think you're getting at, which is you see a little pop-up shot where they trying to be gree-gree mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the other thing is the people who try to like police it and you know mm-hmm. do all that wild shit. You got it. Yep,
1: it's gonna be rough. It would be rough. Yeah. So maybe I maybe we should just let it be a thing because Lord knows yeah. if the whites catch wind of it,
0: oh my God, they're yeah. gonna be. I mean, where where do you think they will put them in Walmart? I mean, (laughs) perhaps next to the shea butter. (laughs) They got to have an end cap, too. They got to have an cap. You see see how Target got their little black lotion (laughs) section? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they probably put the Grigri. Walmart would build a little black lotion section, and then they Mm -hmm. put the Grigri right there. Put the little Grigri right there. Word, word. Little bag. Yeah. The so shout out to uh shout out to the root workers, the conjure bags, mm-hmm. the gre Um, you know, that's an honorable mention, but we we seal we worship the ground yeah. you're on,
1: baby girl. Yes,
0: the Camilla Treadway Sheffield Award for Best Defensive Player, Robert Martin, the middlefield place foundation, mm. Octavia, who another one-word uh person, Sillos mistress who made her wear an Aunt Jemima bandana because she was jealous of the work she was doing with her hair.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, abolitionist. Uh, I put up quotes for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Angela Grimke who was talking about how blacks had it better um, in slavery. Eli Whitney because uh, the cotton gin was a great defensive player. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Names themselves Shears the auction block and then Abner Landrum who tried to steal Antoine's cultivation. So mm. is your defensive player was your defensive player mentioned, or do you have someone else in mind?
1: I kind of want to go with Octavia and <laughs> Shears. Yeah. In conjunction. Um yeah. Shears was doing some very powerful work in the hair section. Yeah. Um and then Octavia is just the the most yeah. the, the hater of all haters.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like golly, Scylla
1: yeah. just out here having a wonderful Sunday, you know.
0: And sheesh, you know, I thought they said Sula at first, and I, I was never. hyped. I was I hyped, never. but I was like, <laughs> okay, I was like, it's Scylla no worries. So. No. But um, uh, yeah, I know thinking. So, I kind of got smoked for middle place. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got hole. smoked for middle place. And I kind of want to. And the easy answer here would be Robert Martin, right? Mm-hmm. The listeners are like, how can y'all not choose Robert Martin, right? Mm-hmm. For being a slave owner and stuff like that, right? And I feel like ultimately, like the slave owner wins. But I feel like that's yeah. too easy. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with middle field because, like, you know, having it on loan. To the National Museum of African American History and Culture, right? Like, huh. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know museum politics and you know antique politics and all this and that, right? But you know that, that's some weak ass shit. Like yeah, just the loan thing,
1: definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that
0: loan thing is wild. Yeah. You sound you sound crazy. I, I we, like you We're gonna it. need an explanation, Middlefield.
1: Uh I'm okay with Middlefield winning here because I still don't yeah. know how I feel about the whole our things being displayed yeah. to us via there because um, and, and then they're getting paid, right? Yeah. I'm, you know I'm pretty sure these institutions these institutions are getting paid. and They're getting paid for bringing it there, and I don't like that.
0: Yeah, so yeah. Middlefield, you you get all the smoke today. You're you're the uh, Camilla Treadway Sheffield Award recipient, Paul D. Award for most improved player, Ashley Sack, mm. Ruth Middleton, Louisa Pickett, Antoine <laughs> oh, <God>. Pecan. Pecans. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm a throw in, I'm gonna I'm a write in uh, uh, what, what's her name? I'm gonna write in uh, Celia here as well. Okay. I know. I know what her 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 fate was and stuff, but I'ma write in Celia still. So okay. but the winner nonetheless, I mean, I, I think it's gotta be Ashley Sack because that embroidery just kind of it, it just like the sack just kept getting better. You the know what sack, I'm saying? Yeah. The the sack yeah. literally was improving like 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 uh what roof roof just put like the final touch on it, right? And then they keep like like updating it, like there's maintenance to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like the sack is like still improving. Now, let me push back against myself, though. Has the sack outgrown the most improved player award? Because mm-hmm. one could come back to me and they could say, well, Reggie, if it's still getting better, if it's still improving, shouldn't the sack be up for the MVP? Most improved yeah. should be. Reserved for someone who maybe isn't like so important to the success of the work, yeah. Right? I feel so, like, man, so I, I was
1: gonna vote for Ruth. Um, okay. I do agree that the sack uh continuously, you good know, choice, but Ruth, you know, Ruth, Ruth, you know, Ruth throwing parties, yeah, Roof, you know, Ruth. She uh she, yeah. got, she, she the church. She in the church paper. Yes,
0: she, I was thinking she, of the church. That's what I was thinking rubbing, of. She rubbing throwing. elbows
1: with the movers and shakers. I bet Ruth is a member of. I don't know if you've read Our Kind of People yet, uh, but I bet Ruth is a member of the boule because she was in oh. Philly. Mm-hmm. She was in Philly. She was with all those influential black folks at the right time. Um, and before Ruth really just blows up, Ruth's like, wait. I gotta sew this little haiku into his pack, yeah, and then I'll blow up. Okay,
0: we I'll never we saw gonna, him again after this. We gonna give it to Ruth for sure. Mm. I was yo when when they talk about Ruth, I'm thinking of what type of church hat she had, bro. Cause you mm. know, you know, Ruth hat was lit. You know, hey, it was bro. ill. She probably had an embroidery on the hat too. Of course, she did. Of church name did. and all that. Roof, oh, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it because Ashley sack. You know. Uh, but see, here's the thing. I'm gonna push back. We're gonna give this to Roof, though. We're gonna give mm-hmm. this to Roof. But one might come to us and say, Roof might be overqualified for most improved, too. One could argue mm-hmm. it, but we're gonna give it to Roof though. Mm-hmm. So the Uncle Root Award for most valuable player. Nominees, Ruth, Rose, Ashley, Taya Miles, Ashley Sack, the National Museum of African American History and Culture, the discoverer of Ashley Sack from 2007. Wasn't the discoverer white? Yeah. So that's why I mentioned it, but I'm not. I'm sorry. Due to um, the way this show works. Um, Uncle Root gonna be the closest thing to white about this MVP award right? because Uncle Root was a white passing dude Um, so we're already pushing it by giving the awards name uh, to him so we're gonna shout out the Discover because that's important but we can't with all due respect we can't in good conscience we can't in good conscience uh Give you the MVP of of this book. Yeah. Sorry. Honorable mentions. Best yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I'm going actually sack here, man. You can't have this book without the sack. Yeah. Uh, I want to. The pushback is going to be for me, Rose. Yeah. Uh, you know, Rose is under the most stress. Um, under a stress that we could never imagine. Um, Rose is the reason Beloved has to come into play, uh, and I mean not even just Beloved, Corigadora, um, and so many other uh, of, the, of the works that are mentioned here. But I just feel like you know the sack is—you don't have this book without the sack.
0: You don't have this book without the sack, right? But you don't mm-hmm. have the sack without Rose. Without Rose, that's why I roll. You roll Rose. I roll. roll with Rose. Just because and and it's like, you know, Floyd Mayweather has this thing that's gone like viral where he says, you know, your kids can't eat legacy. Right. Which is why he's money Mayweather. Mm -hmm. Right. And despite the fact you may not be able to physically eat legacy. Right. Although I think someone could challenge him. Mm -hmm. I won't do it right now, but I easily could make a challenge to say that you can eat legacy. And I would argue that his kids are eating his legacy. Uh, But you know, I want—I shouldn't be talking about kids, no way. But anyway, do you think Floyd's good at Wordle? (laughs) You know what? I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Nope, that's too easy. That's too easy. You know what? I'm good. <laughs> I'm Just good. wondering.
1: Just wondering. I should have emailed it in.
0: No, I'm it's sorry. all good. You know what? <laughs> Floyd is a five-letter word, though. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. A five yeah, letter yeah. Word. Yeah. Um, a five-letter word. But, yeah, I mean, we, metaphorically speaking, get to eat this legacy because of Rose. So, I'm going to give it to her. I
1: like it. I like it. I am okay with that. I'm totally okay with Rose getting most valuable player because of Rose's sacrifices and, uh, and, and, you know, Rose is the reason we have everything. We have Ashley because of Rose and we get Ruth because of Rose, you know, so
0: I'm fine with that. So what books have you read? If any, these are like a closing general questions. Mm-hmm. what books have you read if any that you feel are in conversation with all that she carried
1: in terms of the captivatingly boring thing um you know we brought earlier we before we got on air we are talking about um south to America yeah. and uh, how the word was passed. The passed yeah um we've mentioned beloved we've mentioned corrigidora corrigidora um is a really cool um book to be paired here because of some of the, I think, I think Louisa was one of the people that uh, yeah. Louisa, Louisa was Pickett is that, who the
0: Corrigidore yeah. is um, inspired mm-hmm. by.
1: Yeah, so um, you know, those are the ones that I think about uh, and just books about women in general. Um, you know, we mentioned Where We're Lives. Um, I'm thinking about um, how women pass on healing uh, and Salt eaters, uh, mm. you know, you know, mm-hmm. just you know, tons of tons of
0: those types of books. What do you got? I mean, you know, I, I'll try to name some you didn't name, but most of what you named is is what I mm-hmm. was thinking. To be honest, um, yeah, I'm gonna just I'll just echo you. I won't name them again. Yeah, but I'll just we've been talking about cool. a lot of those. Yeah like I haven't I haven't read *Corrida* yet, I haven't read *Salt Eaters* yet, but I read everything else you mentioned, I mm-hmm. believe. So yeah, those that's pretty much the ones I the ones I mainly thought of though. Just be, and I was kind of thinking nonfiction, uh, mm-hmm. were I, I just said I wasn't going name books too, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. *Wayward Lives*, *Wayward mm-hmm. Lives*, *Beautiful Experiments* by mm-hmm. Steve Hartman. Uh, South to America by Monty Perry, and then It Goes Pass by Clint Smith. Mm-hmm. Those are like the direct yep. ones. Um, yeah. but after reading the book, you're definitely going to be reading mm-hmm. like Beloved and Corrigidor. Like, if you read this and you don't want to read those and you haven't already read them, then I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And oh, I haven't read this yet, but you know what? This is this, this goes into our next question What do you want to read now that you've mm. read all that she carried, right? So, I think the easy thing to say here is more time miles I would definitely read more time miles. Mm-hmm. Um but I want to read uh what is it? Uh Mama's Baby Papa's maybe by Hortense Spillers that essay. Uh mm-hmm. that that classic that everyone's been saying I should have been reading. Shout out to Letty. Letty is yeah. a big advocate of that. And Theo, shout out to Letty and Theo. Um I think what else do I want to read based off of this, Corrigidora. I'm gonna come go on two. home
1: the Corrigidora.
0: Corrigidora yeah. and and um and Mama's baby, Papa's maybe. Those are my two.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna echo you with the Mama's baby uh, essay, and then raise you the price of their pound of flesh. Uh, Ooh, by uh, a Dana Barry, I believe. That's a uh, good is a one, book man. that I was just thinking about when I was reading mm. this book. I'm ugly uh, that facing that been, one for the listeners. Yeah. That was a good needing, one. I've been needing to read that book and it's just been calling to me. I think,
0: mm. I think.
1: um, They were her property. You familiar with that one? That Yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, I was just going to mm. say, mm. what in the world is her name? Escaping? Stephanie Jamis. Rogers Jamis Jones? was talking to me about one that you just mentioned. They were her property. Yeah. Uh, yeah and i think Chase might have mentioned the price for their pound of flesh i'm not sure
0: yeah and uh, i believe that's dana ramey uh for uh price per pound of flesh and then uh mm-hmm. i think stephanie rogers uh jones for um no dana no, I actually have price for a pound of... the price for their pound of flesh i actually had it near and dear and i'm showing it to the viewers uh, the value of the enslaved from womb to grave in the building of a nation by Dana Ramy Berry, and then uh, they were her property by I believe it is uh, Stephanie Rogers Jones. Um, if if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll I'll put that in like the the, the comments or something like that. Um, I think. Oh, one last question: Would you like to see this book turned into a TV show? A film, a play, a documentary, or said differently, how would you like to see this book adapted?
1: Yo, a show would be kind of dope. I could see, I don't know if you've seen Underground on Hulu. Um, I could see like like the
0: the it was um, it was original sister, like WTN or and, something, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. it might have been Jesse and Jer- and Journey are in it. Um mm-hmm but I can see them doing something like that. Of course we could uh, let our boy, we mentioned him earlier, Henry Louis Gates do uh, a dub documentary, but I would like because that underground had like this cool um, way of mixing contemporary hip-hop music yeah. with these scenes right? I think would be a cool just to see, you know, you get Rose's story, you get uh, uh, Ashley's
0: story then you get Ruth's story, you know, almost mm-hmm. like a Roots thing uh too oh you gave me an idea with that right so and it's stephanie uh it's actually stephanie jones rogers by the way too not rogers Jones. so (laughs) stephanie jones rogers is the author of they were her property but you know what they could do they could do a tv show right and Mm -hmm. it could be like how they structured that there's a show on showtime about uh the first ladies of the u.s right and they're going over like three of them from three different time periods and they could do that yeah. you know um yeah. Which, yeah. which would be which would be fly right so i think that
1: would be flames i think that would be flames yeah. uh, i think it would be captivatingly
0: boring <laughs> <And> <laughs> i think th- what 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 what's easiest though what this book reads like though is documentary though documentary yeah, yeah. is like the, the most seamless transition like yeah. this has like i was saying with south to america when we when we were on with the money uh this has like pbs like written all over it like just mm-hmm. just get tired just get her talking have her maybe talk to some people or whatever um yeah. and just just kill it it'd be dope yeah So yeah
1: yeah yeah is there um,
0: uh is there anything else we we need to say anything else we need to get off our chest before we call this it, episode? um
1: it is a um really really good book in terms of um so many different things, you know, in, in terms of what it is able to, do. um, and another cool thing that I was just thinking about when we were talking about the, uh, what was it called? The, the essay about carrying, um, uh, carrying
0: capacity,
1: carrying capacity. You yeah. know, usually you see the, that part coming in a book, like that part is usually like dick or something. Yeah. Uh, and it just came out of nowhere, you know, as I was reading, it just came out of nowhere. Um, there, and, and that was beautiful. Yeah. um, because it, it was like a you know a nice surprise the pictures are there there's a lot of um, yeah 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 there's a lot of it's a it's just a really not a really good put together book um, yeah. when I was talking to who was I? I was talking to one of my homegirls uh, Courtney uh, shout out to Courtney I was talking to her about um, how this will let me see what necessitates a national book award like I was gonna look at it from there. Yeah. nonfiction. Um, because I got two books that I think should definitely be in the running this year. We already mentioned them. Uh and and I think they are very good, very
0: well put together books as well.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh it, it was it was a it was a bop.
0: It was. It was. I agree. Um all that she carried was um a pleasant surprise for me. Not not because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. You know, I'm all over the awards and shit mm-hmm. like that, but I didn't really read the synopsis like that, you know? So I I had an assumption of what the book was about, but I didn't really know what the book was about. Um, so it turned out to be a pleasant surprise. Um, you see why uh, Ty Miles is, is you know, a genius grant recipient. Her work is brilliant. She's brilliant. Um, it's, it's diligent. Um, you look at the notes and all the, the materials in the back. You look at the photos, like Achilles was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just goes to show, like this is why people invest in you, and they want you to continue creating, and continue researching, and continue illuminating the things that we wouldn't know otherwise. So, yeah. um, you know, thank you uh, to Tom Miles for, um, deciding to uh, pursue this endeavor, and it was executed, greatly. Um, if if we have nothing else, he's a killing Naziri. I'm Reggie Bailey. This was episode twenty nine of the Books of Pop Culture Podcast. Um, we will see y'all next time. Take care. Yes, yes. peace.